contribute to stress and vulnerability, such as poverty or domestic violence. We also know that some children and adults leading seemingly calm lives filled with love may suddenly face unexpected situations that tax their mental and physical health. As a vivid illustration, think of the many children, husbands, wives, and parents who lost loved ones on the morning of September 11th, 2001. They have to deal not only with the painful loss of a cherished relative, but with all of the uncertainties associated with not having a spouse, child, or parent in their lives. We should not focus on and nurture resilience, primarily as a safeguard against the possibility of confronting unfathomable tragedy and crisis. Rather, we believe that developing a resilient mindset will serve us well in every aspect of ordinary living, in all the roles we play and in all our interactions with others. Even for those fortunate enough to grow up in loving homes with many advantages, a resilient mindset provides a basic foundation and reservoir of emotional strength that can be called on to manage daily challenges. The need to appreciate the importance of resilience as a central force in all of our lives is supported by the large number of individuals who report encountering daily stress. In a Gallup poll undertaken in December 2001, 42% of the adults surveyed said they frequently experienced stress, and 38% said they sometimes experienced stress. A report issued by the National Institute of Mental Health in 2002 noted that an estimated 22% of Americans aged 18 and older suffer from a diagnosable mental disorder in a given year. At any given time, almost 19 million American adults, aged 18 and older, suffer from a depressive disorder. A similar number have an anxiety disorder, and some adults have both. Our experience as psychologists and parents have taught us that certain guideposts can help people nurture a resilient mindset. This mindset contains assumptions about ourselves that influence our behavior, successes, failures, and relationships with others. The more aware we are of the features of this mindset, the more skillfully we can strive to strengthen and reinforce this style. We have created this audiobook in a format similar to that used in our previous works, presenting a framework of resilience and illustrating its concepts with many examples. We describe the main features of a resilient mindset and offer specific ideas and strategies to develop this mindset. We also examine obstacles to achieving this mindset. Understanding these obstacles helps us initiate steps to remove them and to discover more productive paths. It is our hope that the guideposts and examples we provide will encourage you to reflect on your relationships, expectations, goals, and dreams, and that this process will lead you to a more satisfying, resilient life. Remember, this process is dynamic and ongoing. It is not accomplished in a day, or a week, or a year. Rather, it is a process that enriches us throughout our entire lives. Chapter 1. Resilient Mindsets, Negative Scripts, and Personal Control As a young boy, Alex Proctor thought he was retarded. 
He grew up during a time when we knew little about learning disabilities. He experienced great difficulty in school, especially learning to read. In the fifth grade, his reading level was equivalent to that of a second grader. He would study a list of words in the evening, only to forget their correct spelling the next day. He was held back in the fifth grade, an intervention that proved ineffective. Not only did his reading difficulties continue, but he also experienced the ongoing humiliation of being called dumb and stupid by several of his classmates. His teachers, failing to understand the nature of his problems, exhorted him to study harder, implying he was not giving 100% and could succeed if only he possessed the will to do so. The death of his father when Mr. Proctor was in seventh grade added to a stressful home situation. Mr. Proctor dropped out of high school and went to work as a custodian. He married at the age of 21, and two years later he and his wife had their first child, a son. Two years after the birth of their child, with the support of his wife, he began a window-cleaning business, offering services for both offices and homes. He sought the advice of a childhood friend in the advertising field for strategies to market his services. Much to Mr. Proctor's surprise, his business began to take off, and he soon hired two assistants. A second son was born. The business expanded, and Mr. Proctor and his wife bought a home. When Mr. Proctor was 32, his younger son, who was struggling in school just as he had, was diagnosed with a learning disability. When the clinician explained the reasons for the diagnosis, Mr. Proctor blurted out, That's me. My son has the same problems I have. I finally know I'm not stupid. At the recommendation of this clinician, Mr. Proctor was tested and diagnosed with a learning disability. Now, possessing an understanding of his learning problems, he fulfilled a long-sought but unfulfilled dream of obtaining his GED. With the encouragement of his wife and the addition of several more employees at his business, he made time to take a class at a local community college, in which he earned an A. He continued to take courses and moved on to a four-year college. At the age of 42, Mr. Proctor received his bachelor's degree with honors. He observed, I didn't need the degree for my work. I needed it for myself. Mr. Proctor has a younger brother, Tim, who also struggled in school. As a teenager, Tim followed in his brother's footsteps by dropping out of school. However, rather than finding steady employment, he became addicted to drugs. To support his addiction, he resorted to armed robbery. He was caught and sent to prison. Upon Tim's release, Alex offered him a job in his company. Tim accepted, but quickly resumed his drug use and criminal actions. He was apprehended and sentenced to prison again. Alex wondered why he went in one direction and Tim in another. Resilient Mindsets What permitted Alex to succeed in life, while his brother continued down a path of self-destruction? What are the factors that help some adults to bounce back, while others languish in feelings of helplessness and hopelessness? Why do some individuals attain success that could never have been predicted from their life circumstances? What is the inner strength that propels some people to overcome mighty obstacles in their path?
Rosalind Smith, a 36-year-old woman, grew up in poverty. She lived in an area where muggings, homicides, and drug deals were common. One of her brothers was killed in a gang fight, and one of her sisters overdosed on heroin. She was the first member of her family to attend college. She commuted to college while living in an apartment above a bar. She also worked many hours a week to support herself, a younger sibling, and her ailing mother. She spent as much time as possible studying at the college library because the noise level at home was unbearable. After obtaining her college degree, she worked for a social welfare agency and went to school in the evening to earn a master's degree in social work. Successful adults, such as Alex Proctor and Rosalind Smith, may be viewed as resilient. The word success should not be confused or equated with one's income. As we will discuss more fully in this audiobook, success in life encompasses such features as positive relationships with others, contentment at work, and in our other roles, for example, as a mother, father, or co-worker, and a feeling of optimism. Although in some scientific circles, the word resilient has been applied only to individuals who have overcome stress and hardship. It is a concept that should be expanded to become a primary focus of each person's life, whether or not that person has experienced great adversity. All of us encounter some degree of stress and challenge in everyday life. No one can predict which of us will, at some point, face unimagined adversity. Resilient individuals are those who have a set of assumptions or attitudes about themselves that influence their behaviors and the skills they develop. In turn, these behaviors and skills...